Welcome to a special episode of the Kids Media Club podcast, recorded from Kids Green San Diego. My co-host Joe, Emily and I have been attending this conference alongside many other industry leaders, agents, distributors, writers and producers. We thought it was a perfect opportunity to take the pulse of the industry and gather insights from attendees about the current market and the future. During our break, we managed to grab a few minutes with some of the smart people attending to get their key takeaways. So to kick things off, let's hear from Tanya Hader, founder and media consultant, who will be sharing her thoughts and insights about the conference and the industry as a whole. So buzzword for 2024, I think my buzzword is aggregation, and it's somewhat uh, tied to my takeaways from the conference. I think, I do think there's strength in numbers, and while there's been a huge democratization, as you know, of content creation, and therefore audience frag- fragmentation, I think that for the ecosystem, the kids' ecosystem to ultimately be sustainable, there has to be an aggregation of content and eyeballs. So that's my um, sort of buzzword and takeaway. In terms of the trends, I know that shorts is a big driver for YouTube, um, but with CTVs um, and family viewing in the living room becoming a bigger part of that experience, I wonder if we'll see a re-emphasis on um, longer form storytelling and narratives. Um, In terms of platforms, I think, you know, clearly the big takeaway from the conference was YouTube and Roblox are clearly dominant for kids. Um, One has a lean back, one has a lean in experience. And I know that YouTube has made investments in gaming, um, not kids specific, but they have. But I do wonder if in 2024, we'll see a greater tie up between these two platforms. So, you know, think something along the Disney Fortnite deal um, sort of thing, but the YouTube Roblox um, tie up. If kids continue to be important to that platform, which I think they will. And then hope for IP. Gosh, I mean, I think there's always room for good storytelling. And we saw that again and again in some of the sessions we went to Gabby's Dollhouse and Cocobellon. And um, so I think there'll always be room for good IP and original IP. The question is, how does it rise to the top? Um, and I think there are different ways of doing it that are not traditional, but I think there's always hope for good IP. Hey, hello, I'm Patrick Wilkins from The Soul Publishing. I believe the biggest uh, trends for 2024 are going to be 360 IP, IP that lives on all platforms. And in terms of largest kids platform, I would give my vote for YouTube-YouTube Kids. I think they're really uh, onto something. This is Alison Warner, Head of Original Content at Blue Zoo, and uh, delighted to uh, pass on a few of my observations from Kidscreen. Uh, you asked for a few questions. So what is a takeaway from Kidscreen for me this year is resilience. I think that there are a lot of people out there that have been pretty battered by the events over the last 18 months, but we were all there we are all hopeful. We all know that we're in this for the long haul. So I think resilience was definitely <laughs> the buzzword perhaps and the takeaway from Kids Screen. Uh, what are the challenges ahead? Uh, I think that a huge challenge is getting original content away right now, particularly when broadcasters and streamers are looking to identify known IP and a new twist on it. And while we can do some really amazing, exciting things with known IP, 
we've got to look to where the blue is and the number blocks and things like that are going to come from next. And I think it's careful development, understanding our audience and putting a hell of a lot of love and creativity. My name is Kate Sanigan. I'm the head of sales and distribution at Sinking Ship Entertainment. My buzzword for 2024 would be resilience. I think we're all facing a lot this year. We know we've got another you know, big hill to climb and so I think resiliency will be key. Uh, my key trends for 24 and 25, um, well, I'm in distribution. So uh, for me personally, there'll be more, uh, hopefully more defragmentation of rights internationally. I think that's a huge thing. I think, um, Having more partners at a table to make a show is crucial. So I think uh, more trends around partnerships will be key coming up. I'm called Binder Saran Caldwell. I am the CEO and founder of Real Life Pictures, Inc., which is a fully integrated production company, as well as a literary agency representing diverse, neurodiverse, and LGBTQ screenwriters and directors. My key takeaway from Kids Screen is that it's a wonderful opportunity to meet and network and build relationships that for a long-term collaborative partnership. I believe that the the biggest trends for 2024 is going to be co-productions, the opportunity to work together and cobble together a fantastic show with all of the uh, financing and teams that they need to have in place. My name is Rene Veilleux. I'm the CEO of Verite Entertainment and also a casting and voice director in feature films and animated series. My buzzword for 2024 is hope. And I know a lot of people are talking about the doom and gloom but what goes up must come down, and what come down must go up. And while there's a lot of studios and streamers and large animation studios that are quote-unquote freaking out, as an independent, smaller production studio, Verite Entertainment really sees this as an opportunity. And so, for me, the buzzword would be hope, and I want to carry that forward for everybody else. My key takeaway for Kids Screen this year would be future because it's all about looking forward. And in a combination of ways, the future is hopeful, as I said before, but also we need to think about the future because the future is evolution and the future is evolving. And I think the industry is evolving. So I think a key takeaway is to look forward and think about the future. I don't like to use the, the word unfortunately, but I do believe currently the short-sighted key trends still appear to be uh, uh, known IPs and big brands and all that, but I do believe that that will evolve and there is still opportunities for independence. The best hope for original IP in the future is to find wonderful properties from people when you least expect it and to work with them to try to find ways to create it. Because again, speaking about the big box, uh, the big IPs and the known IPs, I do believe will lose interest from the audience. I don't think kids are really going to be that. I think kids are looking for something new and fresh. And I do believe that's going to be the best way to move forward with the original IP is to just really know that the kids are going to be the one that are choosing. And I think they're going to tire out of the, of the big brands and the big IPs. 
Hi, I'm Shane Hamill and I'm a producer creator. My buzzword for 2024 is total inclusion. The key takeaway from this year is it's collaboration, seeing people from literally all different aspects of the industry. There's even people from licensing, from the, the license and merchandise side of the business to seeing gaming companies, tech companies, production companies meeting the broadcast. It's just seeing everybody literally under one roof and seeing the excitement of how, how collaboration can work. Right. Biggest challenges ahead are always how do I make this show work financially? It's always going to be the big question. So I think it's really thinking differently as it always has been, trying to um, think of the different ways that we can again collaborate to make things happen. It doesn't always have to be just one company doing one thing, we should really think about a 360 um, kind of view of how we can execute shows and content and then we can share that with different partners to create budgets. The best hope for original IP in the future is for the creators to stay true to the concept. The moment that the original creator is taken away from that project, then it starts to lose its authenticity. So for original IP in 2024, definitely it's to take that creator on that journey and really find out what's in their heart. And the more of that that's on screen, that's the reason why it'll connect and resonate with the audience. It's Rob Doherty here. What is a takeaway from Kids Screen for you this year? That Roblox on the world of the virtual universe is where the content creation industry needs to be looking to rediscover its audience. That's what I believe. What do you think will be the biggest trends of 2024? Uh, the, the crossover between the virtual universe and ours will increase in both directions, taking IP into it and taking IP from it. And I think that that way will point to rediscovering and re-engaging our kids' audience. Big challenges ahead and how do we overcome them? Um, still tied to the above, how we rediscover and re-engage with the audience that we have lost to the virtual universe. What will be the biggest platform for kids media in the future? <laughs> Here we go again. It will be in the virtual universe. Uh, and then perhaps the Disney epic deal points the way towards that. What's the best hope for original IP in the future of kids media? Proper investment, very simply proper investment. Only that way can we have a sustainable content creation ecosystem um, that benefits everybody instead of just the shareholders at the top of major corporations. Hey there, this is Alexi Wheeler, uh, formerly of Netflix and Nickelodeon, currently working as an independent advisor and consultant. So I'm going to answer a couple of quick questions here. What's the best hope for original IP in the future of kids' media? Um, IP has always been a bit of a tricky one because I think broadcasters and networks uh, and now streamers have always seen IP as a little bit of a safe bet. So in times of... Um, should we say industry crisis like this, it's often easier to lean back on, on known IP and uh, known projects in the hope that they will attract viewers and audience. Um, I think there's some truth to that, but I do think there's always going to be space for original IP. You know, existing IP is a little bit of a uh, scraping the barrel exercise. It's diminishing returns. There are only so many IP that actually exist. So even if you go through game and other areas, you're eventually going to run out of known IP. 
What I do think is that um, the hope for original IP will come from fan bases and communities. You know, we talk a lot about fandom these days, and I think in an age of algorithms, a small group of passionate fans can really push a project to the top. Community and conversation are definitely the best marketing. So I think there's always going to be a way, but it's maybe a slightly different direction to what we would have seen in the past. I think you're going to have to build things in lots of different ways in order to, to grow and create a new and original IP in the kids' media space. Uh, my second question is, what big challenges lie ahead and how do we deal with them? Um, I mean, there are infinite challenges right now in the in the kids' media industry. To be honest, there always were. It's never been like a particularly easy place. I think reaching a ever-splintering audience um, is one of the big challenges. You know, I think we, we all know by now that kids and younger viewers... Um, and they're not just viewers, they're also gamers and all sorts of other things. But they're engaging in lots of different platforms um, through lots of different devices constantly. So I think that is one of the biggest challenges is how, how do we reach that audience? We always talk about uh, meeting the audience where they are, but that is becoming more and more difficult um, as they engage in lots of different uh, ways of viewing and gaming. Uh, so that's definitely going to be one of the bigger challenges. And that, of course, does lead to financing. Financing is just like an ongoing challenge for this space. Um, I think it's going to be interesting to see what happens over the coming year or two with both advertising and brands for, for younger um, audience members. I think there's there's always a way of accessing money and the, the money hasn't necessarily gone away. It's just kind of been misplaced and is in a different place. So I think those are probably two of the biggest challenges. Um, and ultimately, it comes down to content marketing and distribution. So I think restacking that and understanding how best to kind of reach the audience and find ways of financing are going to be the two biggest challenges in my opinion well that's it from this kids screen special episode thanks to everyone who found the time during a busy conference to answer our questions despite the challenges faced by the industry it's clear that there's lots of positivity and optimism among the attendees with many talking about the power of partnerships and collaborations as ever, if you've enjoyed the show and haven't subscribed yet, hit that follow button so you don't miss an episode. Thanks again, and we hope you'll join us for the next episode. <laughs>